0: Hey, everybody, this is Steve. And this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Meet Batman in Batman issue number 15. Oh, wait, this is episode 36. I need to say that. All right. Let's start. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Steve. And this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Meet Batman episode 36. Wait, I'm confused (laughs) now. No, wait. Okay, I got it. Okay. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Steve, and this is Andy, and this is Steven Anime Batman, episode thirty-six, a Batman Christmas special. Santa
1: Claus is to town. He's making a list.
0: So we haven't done an episode in a couple months, I think, right? Really? I think it's been well. So we've recorded an episode, and... but weren't
2: like a couple of them just put up recently?
0: Yeah, so we recorded okay. an episode in late October. Okay, so it's been a month. It got posted. It got posted in um, November twenty third. Oh, okay. So it's not so, like that
2: out of outrageous. No,
0: it's not completely outrageous. but no. I think some fans were outraged. That's all I'm saying. Oh, really?
2: Well, this will probably prevent them from being outraged
0: because <laughs> this is a very special episode, a Christmas episode. Yeah. And we'll get to that soon, but how have you been? I haven't talked to you in a little bit. What's been going on? Uh, not a whole lot. Just kind of same old, same old. Because
2: since I don't remember the last time we recorded one, I don't really remember <laughs> what's happened
0: since then. So I think the whole Penn State scandal blew up. This the, we well, didn't we, rec- we make no uh,
2: that had already happened because I think we made some Jerry Sandusky references on the Bat Boy story, on the Bat Baby story. No, I don't think we did.
0: Wait no i don't no, know.
2: I, I, th- I think maybe that
0: we maybe we, about... I think we made those we made Jerry Sandusky references, but this is before we even knew about the whole scandal, so <laughs> we were just very clairvoyant. We just knew something was going on with Jerry Sandusky again, most of the fans, no clue what we're talking about I don't know, there's a lot
2: of Penn State fans all over the
0: world that's true, that's true, <laughs> maybe not anymore, jeez, that's true. It was a really big story, I imagine that it would made like. Some world news, world yeah, news probably. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So that's happened. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else has happened.
2: Again, in college football, Urban Meyer became the uh, head football coach at Ohio State. There we go. That's something that's happened.
0: Uh, we missed out on a on a whole lot of college, college football news. Uh, what Robert Griffin the third won the Heisman Trophy. The Heisman. Yeah. I uh, should I should point out to you. I I haven't told you this. Yesterday, I was in. A Buffalo Wild Wings establishment in Austin, Texas. Yeah. S- sitting there watching the Heisman uh, announcement show. Three or four huge guys come in. Okay. I mean, these guys, six, eight, they're huge, right? That sounds um, huge. They're yeah. huge. Uh, wearing some UT stuff. I go, oh, these guys are probably football players. Then a couple more come in that I recognize Case McCoy, the quarterback. They were you balling. weren't you weren't wearing Baylor gear, were you? I wasn't wearing my Baylor Baylor gear. That's good. Uh, But they were watching the Heisman Show, and they weren't. They didn't seem pleased that Robert Griffin the Third won. This is why exclusive news, by the way. This, this is exclusive news, but why wouldn't they? I mean, didn't Baylor beat UT? Yeah, and I think I don't think they were happy about that because that's a fresh wound. I was gonna say, I think. Robert Griffin Third probably passed and ran all over him. He Oh, he did. He struck the Heisman pose. Remember that? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's, they didn't he's like it. He's, he's a good player. I would have said something to the team like, you know, hey, what's going on? I don't know. Like, you know. I think they, <laughs> you- they recognized me from the show. That's
2: probably that wouldn't surprise. And they were probably nervous about saying something to yeah. you. To
0: and on. I didn't want to associate them cuz, you know, they kind of suck this year. I don't yeah. I don't associate with this. We well, you know it's funny. I was in the, in the in the
2: Ohio State bookstore once and uh I was returning a book. I was uh I was with my wife and we were standing there and uh there were I don't remember three or four super tall guys like standing in front of me. And they were also returning books But whereas I was selling my book back They were literally just like returning it Because it was like a rental book Okay.
0: <laughs> and uh, and I was like man What's
2: the odds of all these tall guys standing together It was and, just a bunch of tall
0: guys That's Yeah
2: she was like no they're you know They're you know guys from the basketball team And uh, uh, I don't remember who all they were But I think there was a uh, you know uh, John Diebler was there And uh, and some other ones that I can't recall Off the top of my head Greg uh, Oden <laughs> no no, no. <laughs>
0: No, he has never picked up a book in his life. Who are we kidding? And then he
2: was there way before I was. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and yes, he's probably never picked up a book in his life. Uh, but, uh, that, you know, I think they recognized me too from
0: uh, Stephen and Andy, Andy, Batman. <laughs> this was probably before we even started the show. They're <laughs> like, Is that really
2: short guy? And they're like, I think that's Andy from Stephen Andy. Is that Andy?
0: <laughs> he's short enough. <laughs> What are the odds of these two short guys walking around returning <laughs> books? Um, I think we started the show right as you moved to Columbus, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's when I think that that's when the show was Steve and Andy meet Seinfeld. Yeah, yes, it was. So we're getting in the holiday spirit here. Have you? I mean, what do you do to get into the Christmas spirit? What I mean, are there movies you watch? Is there? Well, actually, that's that's funny because you say movies. Um, I did every.
2: Say. Every uh, day after Thanksgiving, my uh, my wife and I we put up, and this is from back when we were uh, dating to now. So we put up our Christmas tree. Okay. And
0: and we watch Die Hard. That is a fantastic Christmas movie. I have to say, yes, it is. But that is that is our Christmas tradition. That's a great tradition. I, I like that. A That's lot.
2: that kicks off the Christmas season. It's like Christmas tree, John McLean.
0: So you have two cats. Yeah. How do you deal with cats and a Christmas tree? Because it's been an issue for me so far. Uh, well, you know,
2: Kitty just kind of wants to lay underneath it. Yeah. Shimp wants to get into it.
0: Yeah. See, this is the problem, um, right?
2: Yeah, and uh, and well, your cat's just a tiny baby kitten. Shimp's, you know, he's a big fatty. Shimp's a fatty. That's right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's a big fatty, and um, and we have a fake Christmas tree, which I'm assuming you guys do. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And um. Shimp and even Kitty a little bit to a certain extent are now like wanting to chew on the, the yeah. faux branches and the and <laughs> I guess it I guess it's making them throw up every morning. Because <laughs> every morning there's uh there's a new pile of puke. And it's uh, got
0: like little uh pieces of green yeah, like little, little, pine cones little, in little
2: there. Fake, little needles. little fake pines. Yeah, little <laughs> pine needles. And um <clears throat> actually so far it hasn't been too bad. In in years past he's been a lot worse with knocking the trees over. And um I used to have some uh, glass Star Wars ornaments
0: that have been shattered from yeah.
2: hitting the ground. We didn't
0: even put ornaments up. <laughs> it's just a it's just a blank tree and <laughs> it's tree. It's just a naked tree with some lights. Does it look like the one from the Charlie Brown Christmas? It one? it has looks it? pretty pitiful. I'll take a picture of it and and post it on um our Facebook page. So <laughs> right. well,
2: I might we might have to take a picture of our Christmas tree too and put it up because yeah, ours, I think, has, ours I has stuff on it. it, has some Star Wars ornaments and I think people
0: happened. are wanting to see that for sure. Yeah, probably. Um, Godzilla, Godzilla, I have like three Godzilla <laughs> ornaments. That, because when I think Christmas, it's Godzilla. It's Godzilla, yeah. Speaking of Shimp. Yes. Three Stooges movie, the preview is out. <laughs> yeah, I was actually wanted to ask you about that. I We haven't really talked about this. I mean, what do you think? I I almost have no words for it. You can't. And you know what's funny is like you would think
2: I'm a big Stooges fan because, you know, my one cat's name's Shimp. Yeah. Actually I'm not a huge Stooge fan.
0: You're not a I, you're not a huge Stooge fan. No, no, no. Okay. Um I'm
2: a huge fan of the band, the Stooges, but not of the uh the, the, the comedy group. Um although I do prefer the Shimp era more so than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um but this movie looks Horrible,
0: I guess. <laughs> I guess I, there are worse. no words to describe yeah. how bad it looks. No, it looks... I can't even believe this movie was made. What I can't believe... I, I, this is what the most shocking part about the whole thing to me is, is that Larry David is in the movie. I can't, I have no he's idea like, why done. he would... I guess
2: he, maybe he's a big Stooges fan, I don't know.
0: <sighs> maybe. Weren't the, Fair, the Fairly Brothers just like
2: writers for... Sar- not Saturday like but for Seinfeld? Didn't they write a couple episodes? Maybe, but...
0: Maybe that's why. I don't know. So you watch the preview. Yeah. The first joke is about the first iPhone.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he holds he it, holds it up, up to his eye and he's
0: like, "Hi, hi." Yeah. The last joke, Larry's got a. Um, oh, there's the there's Snooky in there, but I was thinking the lobster in his pants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that do you need do I need to say anything <laughs> anything else about the movie? Well, I think like the actually, I think the lobster joke
2: would actually probably have been in
0: an old Stooges short. <laughs> I think the Snooky thing would have been in the old. <laughs> well, yeah, probably that, that fit right. In. What I don't understand, you take this has happened before, right? With um, I know you're not a Beverly Hillbillies fan, but in the movie, right? Weren't they kind of they were stuck in the time period that their show was made? Kind of, yeah. And yeah. that's what this is is like the three students yeah, seem but, to but, be but, but stuck in, in this but, time period
2: yeah but but in the beverly hills hillbillies movie they didn't acknowledge that oh they're stuck in this time period for some reason there's just 1950s era mountain folk in the 1990s los angeles <laughs> it's as if you know mountain folks hadn't changed any from the 1950s although that yes, might be like, true actually that, that could be true i don't know but the but uh the brady bunch movie actually acknowledges that yes that's that's so the other one i was thinking of brady bunch so uh, I doubt the Three Stooges movie acknowledges that they're very much of the of a certain time period. So I don't know though. But uh all I could think of when I was watching it was not only how bad this looked, but what studio what group of studio executives said, Yeah, I can see
0: people want to see this movie.
2: <laughs> I honestly can't see anyone saying, I want to
0: see That's what's so unbelievable to me. It's it's so bad. Um how did that meeting go right i mean i I understand they like
2: this movie's been in like production pre-production everything forever i mean years and this is what they come up with
0: yeah someone they sit down and they go sean hayes (laughs) will sasso and some other guy and chris i can't pronounce his last name he's a nobody let's just face it he's a nobody um, when when Sean Hayes and Will Sasso are the somebodies in the movie, that's true. Uh yeah, that's you're, you're not Sean Hayes. Wh- what he was the he's the last person I would choose to play the, the, Larry. The, the, I it doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, well you know, I was uh, if they would have done the exact same movie, and I and I honestly believe this, if they would have done the exact same movie, same script, the same way that it looks, but with the people that are originally attached to it to play the Stooges. Yes. It would have been a million times better. And that would have... If people don't know, Benicio Del Toro is Mo, Yeah. Jim Jim Carrey is Curly. And Sean Penn is, uh, as Larry. That would have been a million times. But just because it was those guys. It's... Oh, my
0: gosh. You're right. No, it, it would definitely... Sean,
2: be. P- Sean Penn with... Benicio Del Toro shoving a lobster
0: down Sean Penn's pants. It's brilliant, if you ask me. At it's that all, point, it's brilliant. better. But unfortunately, does not
2: look like it's going to be Del Toro doing the doing the you know poking the eyes to Snooky. Hilarious! I know Com- that's comedy gold. Just because of how how bizarre it would have been to see Sean Penn with that red hair and Benicio del Toro with that haircut, <laughs> and seeing Jim Carrey fat because he would have he said he was going to gain sixty pounds for the role.
0: Yeah, that's why he dropped out. He just didn't yeah, yeah,
2: want to. That's I want to Stephenie still Toro and John Finn dropped out. John <laughs> Penn was like Terrence Malick's Tree of Life or the Three Stooges. Which one should I do?
0: <laughs> he probably read the script.
2: That's and dropped,
0: yeah, that's so. This could almost be Steven, meets I was Three thinking Three we, we should just uh we have to do a special on it now. Exactly. We might.
2: I guess we have to go see it. Have you the, the tagline for the movie is just say mo. It
0: doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, the one thing is that it's a tag. It's a dated tagline. Do, when
0: was the last time a kid heard, just say no? Is that what, I, I mean, I don't even fully understand, just say no? Just say, like you shouldn't go see the movie? No, just, just say mo, as opposed to no. I know, well, what I don't understand, just, is, it, or is, it, is a movie like a drug? Maybe. This is your brain on Larry? This is, this is your brain, yeah, this <laughs> is your brain on Larry. Maybe I don't know. I, don't,
2: just I, I, may, I think they won just nothing but a bunch of like zombies going around saying "mo" everywhere. Mo,
0: <laughs> mo. It should be. I mean, what other kind of outdated uh, taglines could they have used? Like, uh, got, <laughs> got milk? They could have. Some, Where, done some where's month. the cu- Where's the curly? Wasabi. Yeah, wasabi. Um, uh,
2: what else could they have done? There's, there's
0: countless, I'm sure. I like countless. where's the curly actually. <laughs> By the that's world good. and Mo, yeah.
2: How about how about how about how about
0: a Mo? <laughs> that's a very dated one. That that's dated and very obscure too. Actually, no. um, so not like a big fish in the movie. <laughs> so the episode. Or, I'm sorry, the issue we have today. It's not an episode. Oh, I actually
2: wanted to. Yeah, uh, you know, we're doing an issue, like an old issue of the Batman, the Golden Age era of Batman in the 1940s, but. uh I'm doing mine out of the Batman Chronicles Volume 8. And when I was getting to the story today, I was kind of flipping through, and uh, there's Detective Comics Issue 71, isn't it? And it's uh, Crime a Day, starring the Joker. And, and, and the final panel in Crime a Day is an editorial cartoon of uh, of Batman punching the Joker out of a Gotham newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> It just seems so funny to me. <laughs> I would like that's, to read Gotham that's what newspapers. I, that's, what, that's what I picture Gotham newspapers are full of, like political editorial cartoons of Batman
0: punching the Penguin or the Joker or something. <laughs> I, would, I would think that's definitely true, yes. Um, Chief O'Hara. Oh, there would have been a great one of uh,
2: Egghead asking O'Hara for the egg tax. <laughs>
0: That would would've have been, been oh, a whole series of editorials on the That would have won the Bulls' prize. <laughs> so before we get into this issue, we should talk about our new – it's kind of a mini-contest. Yeah. Right? The mini-contest – I I mean, I'm calling it the Harry Comer Contest. Well, I, mean, I think everyone is. Yeah, that's true. That's and when I say I'm, I mean the mass media is calling yeah. it the Harry Comer Contest. Yeah. This I think, contest.
2: I think Press Hilton was the first one to call it that, wasn't <laughs> he? Didn't he have like a picture of a uh, yes. of Harry Comer, and he had like
1: used MS Paint all over
0: it, <laughs> and a picture of me and you. Mm-hmm. So this contest, you can win Harry Comer's prize that he did choose chose not to accept. Uh, this prize is Gotham. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Justice League Detroit, where Aquaman leaves, or refounds the Justice League. He, he disbands the original yes. Justice
2: League, and he starts the new Justice League with a bunch of kids, and he does it in the Motor City, Detroit,
0: USA. Maybe this should be called the Rick Davis.
2: This <laughs> should be. I was thinking Rick Davis probably should have been in the uh, Justice League
0: Detroit. <laughs> he might have been. Yeah, I think
2: he's He'd vibe, five, actually. Vibe,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Did he ever wear that outfit in your dorm? Uh so, maybe maybe I didn't never really noticed what was that shirt that he wore
2: like at the end of the issue he was it was like a it was like a purple tank top and it said like poncho on it or something.
0: Like that. <laughs> Are you talking Rick Davis, my former roommate, or yes uh, yeah, or my, okay, yes, it was a purple tank top that's poncho on it <laughs> whatever <laughs> I think it's an honcho. <laughs> so this this issue of this fine uh this fine story can be yours. all you need to do. And here's how the contest is going to work. Here's how the contest is going to work. Just invite your friends to join our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Steve and Andy, one word. The more people you get to join, or the, whoever gets the most people to join wins, right? That's that's how you win. Yeah. And you win this comic, and maybe I'll throw in something else in the in the package. I don't know. You never know. Who knows? All you need to do is just invite people to join, and we'll use the honor system, and we'll know if you're lying. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get into Batman number fifteen? Let's do it. So this is this does have a Christmas story at the end yeah it's four stories uh, four long stories this,
2: this is a lot of comic it's 4 13 page stories <laughs> So that's like 52 pages of story and then there's probably who knows how many stories I mean pages of letters columns and advertise you know in-house advertisements and goofy stuff on the back like you know x-ray glasses and stuff so and, and it's all 10 cents. That's that's a lot of bang for your ten cents. Considering today, it's like a twenty-page story for two ninety-nine.
0: You're a kid. It's December, Christmas time. Yeah, I and mean, this is a February March issue, but this is probably. But January. we know it actually yeah. came out December. Um, nineteen forty-two. You're in the newsstand. You got ten cents. You're buying. And, you know, in, in
2: 1943, 10 cents isn't coming easy to you. You're 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 you're. Shining some shoes.
0: You're working down in the coal mines, 12 years old, 10 years, 8 years old. You're almost dead. You got got your week pay, which is 50 cents. If that, if that. that. You're lucky. You're spending your whole week's pay on this issue. And you know what? They give you your money's worth. (laughs) They do, because they know.
2: They know. They know that kids today aren't working. (laughs) And so they don't feel the need to go above and beyond like they did back in the uh, late 30s and uh, early 40s. And he,
0: they really do go above and beyond. Oh, just look at the cover. Oh, I know the cover is—you see Batman, bright yellow letters. You, he, he's operating a Gatlin
2: gun with uh, <laughs> with Robin, and it looks like they're doing it on a on a, on just like a normal beach. When I look at it, it doesn't make me think of that they're on the battlefield or even like like the beaches of Normandy. It looks like they're on like the beaches of Coney Island. <laughs> Batman, yeah, and
0: everything yeah. you know. Batman's just, I, firing this gun. Robin's loading in the bullets. Oh, it's fantastic! It says, "Keep those bullets flying. Keep on buying war bonds and stamps." You know what? I after I read this issue, I bought some. I bought some war bonds. I wish I I wish I would have done that. I
2: I didn't think of doing it. I I wanted
0: to. I was like, "Man, I want to get some war bonds." <laughs> but, I, but 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 the last yeah. So yeah, there. Like you said, there are four stories only the last one has anything to do with christmas and even yeah. then i would say it's weekly related to christmas but really all
2: three it's like a christmas present
0: yes it is so and i would say they they build up to the last story and we'll we'll get to we'll get to and then each story has at least one outrageous panel oh my at least one yes absolutely yeah. uh, the first story Titled, Your Face is Fortune. I would say the the splash panel is the most outrageous panel.
2: <laughs> in the story? I don't know. I think there is one that's more outrageous that's in this particular story that's a little bit later.
0: So this is a Catwoman story. We, we The splash panel, I wish this was actually in the in the issue. Uh, do you want to do the writer real fast? Oh, yeah. Let's look at some info. Okay.
2: Your Face is Your Fortune is written by Jack Schiff, penciler Bob Kane, Inker Jerry Robinson, who just recently died. Uh, so this is so also our tribute
0: episode to Jerry to, Robinson. To Jerry Robinson, that's true. Creator yeah, of, of the, the Joker and the Robin. The Joker and Robin. Yeah, yeah so...
2: And, um, so probably all the art was done actually done by uh, Jerry Robinson. Yes. Bob Kane probably did, like, invisible pencils, and then he and...
0: <laughs> he looked did, at it. Yeah. That's a... So the splash panel, we see Catwoman. This is not the Catwoman that we all know. She's wearing a... She looks like my cat. With... <laughs> With a female body, she's yes. wearing like a real life cat mask. It it's might be like even... a mascot.
2: It's like a mascot, like a college mascot <laughs> cat mask. That's she looks
0: look... a little like the Nittany Lion. In fact, she
2: does. She's yeah, she kind of does. <laughs>
0: she's... but she's like
2: purple, not brown.
0: Yeah, she's uh, wearing this green dress, uh, okay. kind of an orange cape, holding a box of jewels, riding it seems to be a flying cat. A That's giant the, flying the, cat. A giant flying cat. Batman is chasing after her in the bat plane on the but he's wing. All, yeah, he's on the wing. It's it's exciting. This got me pumped up to read this story. <laughs> so the story opens in the modest apartment of Elva Bar. Any relation to Roseanne Bar? You think? <laughs> I was assuming it was Roseanne, actually. <laughs> Her alarm is going off. She's waking up in the morning. It looks like it's 9 o'clock, so I was thinking no, maybe a little late of a start for Elia there. Yeah. Especially, since
2: she especially since she complains about waking up so early.
0: <laughs> so she gets dressed. She's wearing this. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. A red. The, the dress isn't so bad. She's wearing this No, red it, dress. It's,
2: her, it's her green Shriners hat.
0: It, <laughs> it looks like a birthday hat almost. <laughs>
2: She that she gives her cat a bowl of milk, but she places it on the <laughs> arm of a chair. That's, like, a horrible place to put something. And
0: it's a giant fruit bowl-sized bowl of milk. And she says, oh, sorry, I have to leave for work. You know, here's some milk. Hope you don't go hungry. She goes and has breakfast at a diner.
2: And the first thing that cat's going to do is knock it on the ground.
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> on the, it's on the edge of an arm, of, of an armchair. Uh, she's going to, yeah, the cat will starve to death. <laughs> so this, we were kind of wondering who this Person is she's riding the subway, going into work at uh, between two fat guys. <laughs> the subway is filled with fat people in Gotham. <laughs> she goes to work at a beauty salon. It's a swanky salon. In fact, it, it, it says in the swank salon. The day begins. She's giving uh facials to old ladies. Don't don't laugh. It um, looks like she's giving one a back massage or like <laughs> massaging his shoulders. <laughs> uh She's you know listening to all these old ladies goth gossip. Uh, she, and the end of the day, she's very tired. So, who is this this person? We find out, of course, it's Catwoman. They so, tell us; they don't show us. They just tell us it's Catwoman. So, is this was she using this name, Elva Barr? I
2: I, I think confused. so, because late later in the in the story, Elva is in quotes. Ah, okay. So, so that makes a me fake think that oh, okay. yeah, that's her fake name. Um. So, I late... do like uh, that the next panel after they tell us that it's Catwoman, she's in a beauty pageant for uh, uh, beauty salon operators.
0: I know. There's which many... is a very
2: specialized beauty contest. There are... But what I think – What ahead. I find it funny is that one of the judges is Bruce Wayne. Like Bruce Wayne would like take time out of his day to be a judge on such <laughs> a specialized beauty contest. There
0: are lots of uh, – I almost say booty and, contests.
2: And, and, and the two other judges are like knocking fists if you look at the po- – <laughs>
0: They it says, isn't she a knockout? And they're, and they're like knocking fists. So we're at this beauty contest for beauty salon operators. Uh, Bruce is there. He's a judge. I think he's a judge in all the beauty contests. That's probably probably
2: part of his role as being the richest man in Gotham.
0: We see Elva Barr and Bruce recognizes her. He says, it's it's Catwoman. What's... Don't... He says, don't tell me she's turned over a new leaf. He's he's upset about that because he likes he, chasing the Catwoman. He refuses to believe
2: that any criminal can so, of course, either ways.
0: <laughs> she wins the contest, he says. The judges unanimous, unanimously agree on the winner, Elva Barr. Uh, she, she's very happy to meet Bruce Wayne. She's thinking to herself, she's fallen in love here. Um, he, he seems interested in her. He's, you know, kind of hitting on her a little bit. The next morning, we see Linda Page, who at the time, Bruce's girlfriend.
2: Now, now, it says here, it says, next morning, somebody else is interested in Elva, lovely Linda Page. Now, I know that Paul McCartney was married to Linda McCartney, but I like to believe that the song on the
0: McCartney album, Lovely Linda, is about Linda Page. (laughs) Yes. He's a big fan of Batman, especially the Golden Age. Yeah. So she's reading what appears to be just a giant piece of paper (laughs) that says, winner of...
2: And she has a bottle that says A in the (laughs) background.
0: Yes, that, I, I was, well, yeah, everybody's drinking milk in this issue, as we'll see later. She has a, yeah, giant bottle that says A, I guess that's her breakfast. She's drinking A juice. <laughs> she is looking at this, she's upset. Oh, so this is who Bruce thinks is beautiful? Well, you know, she's not that hot, is what Linda says. Um, You know, he's just a judge, Linda. It's his job,
2: he hit it, he hit it. She doesn't operate a beauty salon, she, she couldn't she be in it. I'm sure if she was in it, he would have voted for her.
0: Linda's jealous. Uh, later, or at the same time, at the Wayne household, we also see Robin drinking a big glass of a. <coughs> I, I don't know what it is. Uh, Bruce is very perplexed. He's like, I can't figure out why um, Catwoman is working at the beauty salon. <laughs> I love what Robin says. He goes, you know, instead of talking so much, why don't you actually just do something? Jeez. That's that yeah. A juice he's getting. It is. Maybe it's getting A whole juice. I <laughs> Because <laughs> it turned Linda Page into an a-hole and Robin that's was true. kind of an a-hole in this issue. That's true. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Well, it's an A in a circle. I guess it's, implying that's right. that it's an A yeah. in a hole. We figured so. it out. <laughs> Later at the salon, uh, we see Catwoman. Uh, she's, she's doing her innocent routine duties, putting a facial mask on some old socialite. But we see what she's really doing. She's put a special ingredient into this mask, so when it hardens, she'll be able to extract the features and make a, a, her own mask, if that makes any sense at all. She's also... Uh, Maybe that's how she was able to make that great cat mask. That's true. I think she just put some some putty on a cat's face and <laughs> made it into a mask. <laughs> she's also recording um, these women talking, learning about their lives. They're spilling all their private details, and she's... Um, has a dictaphone in the arm of the salon chair, and it w- will allow her to have a perfect reproduction of this person's voice. So, did she bring that chair in? I, like, oh, I, I've got my own
2: personal chair I'd like to use. I'm going to bring it in.
0: <laughs> I think. What um, do you think all the chairs in uh, Mona's have uh, the dictaphones in it? I think that's what. Yeah, this whole. It's a very crooked salon.
2: They need Tabitha to come in and fix things up (laughs) at the salon takeover.
0: We see later, uh, we see Catwoman, Elva, Elva Bard leaving the salon. Batman and Robin are following her. He's very suspicious. Yeah, he refuses to believe. She's heading toward the subway, and Robin's like, yeah, she's just going home from from work. How else is she going to get home? We see her stop. And by the way, she's wearing the same clothes she (coughs) was wearing a couple days ago. (laughs) Weird.
2: She only has one. I mean, she just started this job. So.
0: <laughs> we see her stop at a uh, little toy stand. There's this guy. He's selling Batman and Robin like little uh, marionettes. marionettes. Yeah, kind of cool. He's getting, he's
2: getting the money from that. That's what I want to know.
0: I know. Is that are those licensed? I think Batman's might want to put a stop to that. I think they are licensed. Batman is getting the money. He's yeah. I think that's. I think true. that's
2: the main reason why he became a crime fighter. He's like, just think of the fringe benefits. <laughs>
0: So she buys these toys and Robin's like, look, she even likes Batman and Robin. Now she's reformed, but Batman sees, uh, when she hands the, the guy who's selling these toys, the money, she also slips him a note and she, a very suspicious Batman says she passed him a note. See, see that she's up to something. Let's follow that guy. Uh, so the guy packs up his stuff. He leaves, uh, goes into a bowling alley. All of a sudden it's nighttime, by the way, I don't know how that (laughs) happened. Um, it's a long walk to the bowling alley, <laughs> and Batman's like, "We've got to get that message." He's got a plan. They walk into the bowling alley. They're they're looking for trouble. Uh, Batman says, "Pretty much, we're, yeah." We're looking for Deadshot Mike. Where is he? The the guys are just, including the toy salesman, are like, "What what are they doing here?" We we don't know who Deadshot Mike is. And I love the caption: "Pretending rage." Batman grabs the pitch <laughs> mat. He's got issues um so he, he gra- starts roughing up this poor man he's yeah he starts roughing him up grabs the note out of his pocket he's like you're Deadshot, mike aren't you i've been told to take you in uh he slips robin the note and says you know robin call the police we need an exact description of his dead <laughs> dead mike character just then we see the uh the toy salesman's friends they're you know they're batman's roughing up their friend they're gonna stop him they try to throw a bowling ball at Batman. And it
2: and it hits the pitchman right in the face. That oh, would have killed him.
0: I think he's dead.
2: That would I have killed him. Died. Did you notice what the pitchman's name was, though? The toy salesman? I didn't catch his name. What was it? Jim Jones. The Reverend Jim Jones. He's the one that he's the Kool-Aid guy that uh oh, my gosh. Had the cult that uh passed out the Kool-Aid and killed everybody. Coincidence? I don't think it is. I mean, granted that happened like thirty years later. No, it's But not I right like right. to I I like to think that
1: he was inspired by this issue. Yeah,
2: that he was, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> So the pitchman's dead because he was hit in the face with a bowling ball.
0: Batman throws him and another guy down the lanes with a strike. He's very proud. He's like, look, I just made two strikes. Those guys, that looks like it hurt. Like there's an explosion at the end of the bowling lane. Well, the one guy's already dead because he's. The other guy launched a bowling alley straight at his face. Robin punches out another guy. Um, he said he has a fist he can spare. Wah, wah. He slips the note back in, in the toy salesman's pocket. He says, oh, we got the wrong guy. Sorry. And Batman's like, oh, whoops. And they leave. He's like, sorry, guys. See you later. And he leaves with a smile. Think.
2: Batman I know. leaves with a smile. He just beats the shit out of these three guys that are, for all Batman knows, innocent because he doesn't know about the Catwoman plan yet. Yes. So he just beat these guys into submission for no reason. Oh, and he's proud. He oh, is yeah. Happy about that. I like to think that he—that's what he does for kicks when he can't <laughs> find real criminals. He'll just go into like bowling alleys or pool halls and ask <laughs> for Deadshot Mike, and then just start beating people up. That's what he does.
0: Outside the bowling alley, Robin says the message that Catwoman gave to the the salesman. It said, uh, "It said, quote, get ready for action at the Maypoint wedding tonight." Hmm. I I <laughs> I don't know what to make of that, but Batman <laughs> Batman like, Maypoint wedding. How can the Catwoman get in there? He's you know, he's gotta stop this. He he knows she's up to no good. Meanwhile, in it says in the hidden lair of Catwoman, I think it's just her apartment <laughs> she's putting on the mask that she made from the socialite. Her plan was to become Grace Arnold, Society Editor of the Globe. So she's gonna sneak into this wedding, and steal some stuff. Okay, that's the plan. Not nothing fancy. No. Besides the mask that makes her look exactly like society editor editor Grace Arnold. So. And she even that. has the
2: same body build because you know, from just looking at uh uh the, the uh what's her
0: name Grace Jim Grace Arnold Grace, Grace Arnold Ar-
2: yeah. Grace Arnold's uh, body build at the uh, salon it was nothing like uh, Catwoman's hourglass <laughs>
0: shape that didn't that. You know, no one thought anything of that. I mean, Grace Arnold's like a frumpy old woman. (laughs) Later that night, at the lawn of the luxurious Maypoint estate, we're we're seeing this fabulous wedding between Maypoint heiress and Captain Goodrich, who appears to be a a Navy guy. Uh, There are all these wonderful presents, this shining silver. They've got guards there. It says it's nighttime, but it looks bright out to me, so I don't know. So whatever, make make of that what you will. We see Catwoman show up disguised as Grace Arnold, the editor for this this newspaper. They're like, "Oh, come on in." She's like, "Oh, yeah, let me bring in my photography crew here." They have this giant looks nothing like any kind of camera I've ever seen. So that didn't raise any red flags with the guard. So I guess whatever. The ceremony begins. The couple starts walking out. Um. They could have just stolen the stuff and not made a big deal of it, but instead, you know, they turn their cameras are actually guns, of course. They start trying to shoot the guards, Uh, but just then Batman and Robin swing in from – I don't know where their ropes are attached.
2: (laughs) Do you think Bruce and Dick would be guests to the wedding?
0: Yes, that's what I would have thought. I think that's what Bruce was a little upset about. Um, Bruce kicks – this is the same guy. He he lived, the guy who just got the bowling (laughs) ball to the face. Batman boot to the face. Don't look like it hurts. He wants to kill this guy. He <laughs> wants this guy dead. And of course, Catwoman's now. She's changed out. She's into her weird Catwoman cat mask gear. We'll put a picture of it up on her Facebook page. It's disturbing. It is. Batman throws guy into a bush, and he says like the the worst
2: poem ever. Roses are red, violets are blue. But when you get up, you'll be black and blue.
0: Not great. Yeah. He's definitely not a wordsmith. No, he's not. Um, so the cat, cat woman runs away. Batman's like, I got to go catch her. Of course he catches up to her. She's, she can't run. She's in this weird dress and this mask. She probably can't see. He catches oh, her he heels. Yeah. Oh yeah. Heels. He, when he catches her, she, she's like, all right, you got me. I wish it would have been different. Uh, she's like, whatever. He's like, Whoa. what are you talking about? She's like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm in love with Bruce Wayne. And, and there's a thought bubble. Batman's like, what? She's in love with me. And she's like, if only you'd let me go, I, you know, if I knew I had a chance with Bruce Wayne, I I'd give up my life of crime. And he's like, "I love he." His thought bubble is like, "Wham!" Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what happens here is very, I think it's uncharacteristic of Batman. I don't know. He he's like, "Oh, whoops! I tripped. I guess guess I can't catch you now." And she's like, "Thanks, Batman," and she runs away. So he lets didn't her he, go.
2: Didn't he do the same thing? Didn't he do the same thing though? For uh, uh the scarecrow in an issue in the Golden Age where he caught him and he's like, Oh, if only things could have been different, I'm in love with Bruce Wayne
0: and he does the whole tripping thing with him too. <laughs> Same thing. That's what I was gonna point out. This this is just rehashed. But uh she escapes, Robin comes running up, she's like, the catwoman's her gang has got away and she's getting away too, and Batman's like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I guess she is. Robin's like, what's gotten into you, Batman? He's like, oh, don't worry about it, Robin. Uh, let's let's uh, make sure that yeah, they just leave. <laughs> uh, so what's Batman up to? Apparently, it's a lot. We see this. I think it's one of my favorite panels of this whole issue. We see Bruce Wayne. He's now cour- uh, courting beautiful Elva Barr, Catwoman. He's trying to set her straight, so to speak. I think when she means, I'll go straight. He's like, "All right, challenge accepted." He's we see he's taking her to these fancy cocktail bars. We see they're dancing by a it looks like a large a a palm tree. There's a guy playing a clarinet. We see they're going on horseback rides at, at That's dusk. my favorite one. That's my favorite one is the horseback ride. When Bruce needs to woo a lady straight, he does it right. That's that's all we need to say, right? Yes. Uh, the yeah, next... he, he, he pulled out all the stops: <laughs> the horses, the cocktails,
2: the clarinet, the giant palm tree. Oh, nothing, no stone left unturned.
0: God knows what else they've done. This is only when one he, that and, fit in this one yeah, panel. And
2: when he wants to cut, when he wants to cut someone loose, he breaks out the cardboard cutout of the, <laughs> of the two people kissing.
0: Classic, classic Bruce move. We see uh, a couple weeks later. Robin's reading the newspaper, and he sees the announcement of society playboy is engaged to beauty contest winner uh, this very specific beauty contest though so bruce i guess he asked uh uh elena whatever her name is Catwoman, elva. elva Barr, to marry him uh robin's surprised. he because you can't do this you what about linda your girlfriend and, and then bruce, he says what about us <laughs> that's right <laughs> robin's like what about linda what about what about me and oh i don't even know what to make of that actually robin hmm he's very upset he looks concerned look at his face <laughs> bruce the most stuck-up look on his face he goes, <laughs> it's like i could give a shit you know? you're too young to understand these things uh later at the catwoman's hideout she's in her full cat garb she's like look i'm engaged giving up my life of crime she's telling all her goons this the one of the goons says you know Bruce Wayne, he's in love with Linda Page. Everybody knows that. This goon reads the gossip columns. He yeah, loves he's it. like a huge Grace Arnold fan. She slaps him in the face. By the way, this guy is getting slapped in the face. That's the same guy. Taking a bowling ball to the face, a boot to the face already. Now a cat slap to the face. It's harsh. It is. It is when you're Jim Jones. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, Catwoman's kind of thinking, well, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe he doesn't really love me. Uh, meanwhile... We see Linda Page has read the newspaper. She's weeping, bewildered. She's like, "I thought Bruce loved me. I I hate him now. How could he do this to me?" She's like, "I gotta find out who this, uh, you know, Catwoman is." So she goes to, she goes to the uh, salon. She marches in there. Uh, What's I find? What I find weird about this? She spends like three panels, two panels in the salon. They don't say any words to each other, It makes me think that I don't think they talk this whole time. I didn't even notice that. But you're right. So Linda comes in, uh of course Catwoman gives her the, you know, the the facial, creates a mask, she's like, you know, I'm gonna create a mask of Linda and find pose as her and go on a date with Bruce and finds out find out what's been going on. I love this. You know, if you notice later we see Bruce and Linda, the fake Linda Page. Of course, it's really Catwoman dressed up as Linda Page in a fake mask. They're at a restaurant. Do you notice what she's wearing? She's wearing the same red dress that Catwoman. The only I think she only owns one red dress and the cat suit. But she's
2: but she's wearing a different. <laughs> yeah, it's hat. a
0: different hat. That's that's true. I'll give her that. Yeah, she's actually wearing Linda Page's hat when you look at the previous page, <laughs> she,
2: The previous page. Oh, I think oh, really? she stole it. That's attention
0: yeah. to detail. Yeah, she probably stole it. Uh. She's asking but even, even though
2: the, the real Linda Page is only shown a, like in a panel at a time. Yes. Like you only see like one panel of her and you don't see her again until for a while and then you see another panel. She's always wearing a different dress. That's Linda Page,
0: socialite. But see that that's what they're showing. She's got money and Catwoman is, you know, a career girl. You know, that's she's a working girl. Yeah, it's a So uh, the fake Linda Page, Catwoman posing as Linda Page is asking Bruce, you know, I see that you're uh, engaged. To this Catwoman, what's what's the deal? And Bruce is like, well, I'm just doing a favor for Batman. He asked me to do this. You you got to trust me. The engagement's not real. How many women do you think he's told that to? Uh, well, Batman has me oh doing this. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, imagine, of course, this is Catwoman. She storms out. She's she's like, well, whatever, and Bruce is confused. But imagine this is the real Linda Page, and you or okay, you're – imagine you're engaged to someone. You read in the newspaper – okay um they're or you're you're dating someone imagine you're dating someone you read in the newspaper they're engaged to someone else you go confront them about it and they said don't worry batman asked me to do it i'm just doing a favor for batman what does he really think that will smooth things over with linda it doesn't make any sense
2: he obviously does
0: <laughs> and it didn't it didn't work mm-hmm. uh even with the fake linda the Catwoman, she she leaves bruce wayne comes back uh Bruce Manor, we see Robin kind of relaxing in this weird chair. He said, "Hey, uh, Linda called. She says congratulations on your on your uh, engagement." And and he's like, "Linda, I just met. I just you know had dinner with her. That's impossible." Then he realizes his plans have been spoiled. The, that was Catwoman dressed up in a mask. Rob, Robin says, "No, I guess I'm too young to understand these things." Batman explains that. Uh, Catwoman has been creating masks and going around pretending to be people. And Linda was at the beauty part parlor, and Catwoman took her place. And now Catwoman knows she's not going to abandon her life of crime. Now she knows that Bruce really. What, what was his end game here? Is what I want to know.
2: <laughs> Why can't he have just caught her? I don't Instead know. Of what, letting her go. Honestly, like was he just going to
0: like fake marriage so she would stay out of crime?
2: I don't know. I think he was planning on capturing her the entire time. Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't think he was like, fake marriage, oh, she'll stay out of crime, <laughs> she'll never know. And I think he was thinking, oh, she'll screw up somewhere along the line and then I'll catch capture her. But why couldn't he have just captured her when she first uh, did the crime a in a car?
0: That's a great question. That would have
2: been a lot easier for him to do. <laughs> than going to all of this bizarre planning.
0: We see, uh, of course, the Catwoman's back up to her old tricks now that she knows that Bruce isn't in love with her. the front page of the Herald, though. We see the Gotham that's di- Herald. That's a dynamic front page. The Gotham Herald, Catwoman robs society gathering it's just a her face and the cat mask exploding on the front i I don't know how else to describe it we'll put the panel up but that's what it is exploding if i saw that i'd buy that i'd buy that newspaper that's why the editor did it he was like we've got everyone's got this story we got to set ourselves apart
2: let's have her exploding out of the front page
0: i love the names of the newspapers okay you got the herald you got the gotham gazette and you've got news one, oh, of the, one of like the newspapers is named News. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's like one of the low rent newspapers. <laughs> they got nothing. they no, just the news. So Bruce is upset. He's like, "We got to stop." She's she's disappeared as Elva Bar. We how how can we stop Catwoman? And Robins just, is thinking to himself, "Maybe I'll have some news soon." And he's because he's upset. Bruce told him he was too young to understand. He's like, "I'll show Bruce." We see uh, Robin. He's been kind of going to the bowling alley where these these gang members are hanging out. He's setting up the pins. I don't know how he scored this job at the bowling alley. Uh, He sees – he's been spying on Jim Jones. Um, uh, He he knows what Jim Jones is up to now. Okay. The next three panels. (laughs) We'll just put them up. Okay. You have to see them, but – Maybe the face the, that Robin has when he first like so. Where do you think you're going, youngster? Yeah. And Robin's face. We need to set these panels. Maybe the strangest panels of any comic. I mean, I, I mean, even okay, this is the 40s. Still a little strange, the whole sequence. Yes. So, Robin comes home. He's he's or I'm sorry, Dick Grayson comes home. He's dressing up as Robin. He's going out. Bruce sees him there. He's like, well, where where do you think you're doing? And And he's like, oh, I'm just going to go stop Catwoman because I have this new info on her now, but I, you know, I guess you could come too, but maybe you're too old to understand. Next panel. Robin. I don't even, I mean, Bruce is spanking Robin. That's all there is to say. And it's not- And what makes it even more weird? The picture behind Bruce Wayne. It's a picture of an, is that an
2: airplane? I guess.
0: I think it's a a fighter plane, but I'm not 100% for certain. Not sure about that. Um, yeah, Bruce says, "Look here, you little brat What have you been up to?" Uh, and Robin's like, "All right, I'll talk. I'll talk." What's actually, true? actually it
2: goes, to "Speak up, or you get a spanking." And then the Robin word balloon, but the word balloon is pointing to Bruce's
0: mouth, so it says, "Hey, don't hit me. <laughs> I'll talk." <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's true. So I think
2: Bruce is just talking to himself.
0: He's gone insane. He's gone. <laughs> he's, he's just mocking.
2: Spank- he's spanking Robin.
0: I mean, he's in full swing there. That you oh, no. know. Okay. The next
2: got Robin Dick Grayson bent over his knee in the
0: Robin gear. That's true. That it's it's kind of disturbing. So the next panel, Robin explains that he heard overheard Jim Jones, one of the Catwoman's goons, uh, mentioned that they're going to a pet show. They're gonna you know pull some kind of job at the pet show. Again, here's another weird thing about this final panel in this sequence of three. Bruce, he had his tie and suit on in the last in the last uh, panel where he was spanking Robin. And this one, he's either putting clothes back on or he's taking off clothes because he's got his jacket half on or off.
1: And, and he's, he's not shirt, wearing a tie.
0: And his shirt buttons are unbuttoned. But look at Robin's eyes in this panel. You can see kind of the side of his face. And look at his eye. <laughs> Doesn't it look like he's been weeping? There's something going on. I don't know if I want to know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I don't think so, though.
2: I want to know what happened in between panel two and panel three. Uh,
0: That's just the the jumps in these three panels are. You got all, I, all I know smug. is that I, I think I've read somewhere that Jack Schiff was Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> Maybe. The, the, okay, so the point is, Catwoman's gonna, uh, gonna going to do some kind of crime at a pet show. So later, we see the pet show. I, they say it's a um. Strange assortment of pets, but it looks like you got a dog, a couple of dogs there. You a got parrot. a bird, and the bird is, is owned by this sea captain who's, you know, taught the bird to say, like, anchors away. It's not that impressive, honestly. What, I guess what
2: they mean when they say it's, a str- like, a strange
0: pet show is the fact that the building it in doesn't have a roof. <laughs> That's what's very strange about it, yes. Um. So we see, of course, the Catwoman's wom- cat dressed up as one of these socialites there. Uh, of, but Batman and Robin are also dressed up. They've brought a penguin, and I. This is funny. So, Robin says, "You know, you, the way you're sticking near that penguin, you think we're after him instead of the Catwoman." Little penguin name drop there, and <laughs> Bruce is like, "Cut it out!" Did you? Did you find you? No, no, it? no. He's been easy he kind of sassy with. I know, yeah. You know? So eventually, Catwoman reveals herself. She's in the Catwoman garb. They're here to. I guess, steal these cats and ransom them. The, one of the goons says it's a dog napping. This, and and then, of course, Batman and Robin pop out, punch Jim Jones in the face. How many times has this guy been punched or hit with some object in the face? We need to post all of the panels that he's been taking into the face. He'll need facial
2: reconstruction surgery. I'm
0: surprised he's not permanent brain damage by now. but He
2: might, you know, and maybe he just keeps going.
0: So uh, they're punching guys out. They see Catwoman's escaping. Or no, way. The, the goons are just got their guns out, you know, guns blazing, and Batman's like, What are we going to do? We, Catwoman's escaping. Just then they hear, they hear, the goons hear some other person. They think someone's behind them, but of course it's just the talking parrot. I uh, like the captain, even though the guns have been blazing, he's just there laughing. Right? <laughs> no, the captain who owns funny. this
2: parrot. He doesn't care. He's an old sea
0: captain. While the goons are distracted by the parrot, Batman and Robin surprise them, knock them out, they chase after Catwoman uh, for some reason a bunch of feral cats are running after her, she trips over one, Batman loves the irony of that, she's literally tripped up by a cat and he's like, you know, we've gotta lock you up uh, and so they take her away the next day, I love Bruce is like, glad that's over, I hope Linda will forgive me now, no she does not forgive you, that's the she really doesn't, right? I don't think she forgives him. I don't think she shows up again. I like Bruce wearing the ascot, though. Good ending to a... I mean, it's an okay story, right? It's got some weird moments in
2: it. It has some weird moments in it, yeah. I'm
1: dreaming of a white Christmas. Just
0: like the, one the next story: the boy who wanted to be Robin. This story is like kind of depressing because, actually, yeah, you, you, I,
2: you read it now and it's like, oh, that's kind of kind of weird. But I guess at the time it was fairly commonplace.
0: Yeah. So, I, I, in fact, for a Christmas episode, as I was reading this issue, because we knew this issue had a, um, a Christmas special at the end, so like, let's do this as a Christmas ep- episode for our podcast. It's got two pretty depressing stories in it and this is one but hopefully it ends on a more merry note but we'll see (laughs) um so the splash panel for the boy who wanted to be robin we see robin shaking hands with some orphan some ratty looking child batman's punching a guy i mean that's actually that's That's it that's it that's all you need to know that's but we'll, we'll continue with the rest of the story we see a mysterious figure uh smoking a cigarette. Who is he? who is this guy? It looks like, you know, he's very shady. He's kind of hanging out by this warehouse when he's he's watching some scene. And What scene is he watching? It's Batman and Robin taking on some guys. These guys have guns. But Batman and Robin are just they have using army their guns,
2: not just like handguns or anything. I mean, these guys have machine
0: guns. Yeah, some serious serious uh they're packed heat. Right. Yeah. They're taking on these guys. They knock them out, throwing them around. Batman throws one guy in this plaid suit. When you see a guy in a plaid suit in a Batman comic, he's almost always a criminal.
2: Or always Jim Jones. <laughs> I think that's him. I mean, that's the that same might be Jim to... Jones.
0: Or maybe it's Hitler and looks a little like he's got the mustache. I don't know. That's true.
2: Batman and Robin do a lot of just like tossing. Yes. They don't
0: use there. guns, so they have to use their... Their enemies' bodies against them. So. Yeah, they,
2: they do punchy, and then it's just like launching these guys.
0: So they knock these guys out there, but the, really they're looking for the the leader of this gang, uh Knuckles Congers. They're, they're his gang. Uh, Batman says he's, the, he's slickest. the
2: sleekest, yeah sleekest criminal in Gotham City.
0: If only they knew how to catch Knuckles. So who was this mysterious man who was watching this fight? It was none other than Knuckles Conger. I don't know how Batman and Robin didn't notice him. But he's like, they just knocked out my toughest guys in maybe 30 seconds. What am I going to do? I've, I've got to stop Batman and Robin. So he goes to this bar. He's sitting there drinking an entire bottle of whiskey, smoking a cigarette. Uh, he's thinking, what can I do? Batman and Robin, they're, you know, they're working together. They're like gears meshed together. I, you know, I, I've been an athlete, I've a boxer, an acrobat. He's like, I could get. I'm in shape, but I need something more. Knuckles
2: uh, this... is a real Renaissance man. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know he is. <laughs> he's, an, he's a boxer, an acrobat, a criminal. Oh, he's got yeah. it all. He's got it all. Um, he's like this. Then the he's idea, a, a
2: fencing expert. Later, yes, we, we see?
0: see later. He's, he's yeah, he's multi talented. He's like in early parkour. He ways <laughs> buildings. And... We see he's got he's got an idea. Batman has Robin. He's gonna recruit some kid to help him. So he goes walking the streets. He sees this kid who shine and shoes five cents. Um, this kid's reading some kind of blank pages. It looks like there's nothing written on these pages. And uh, this kid, Bobby, he can't, Bo- the kid can't read. Yeah, he can't read. He can't. He's Bobby Dean. He's a homeless boot shiner. Uh, it's, this is what is bar- kind of said. His parents are dead. Yes.
2: He used to go to school, but now he doesn't because he's homeless.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of depressing. He's shining shoes. Uh, so Knuckles Congress says, you know, what are you reading there? He's like, it's about Batman. Uh, I've always wanted to be like Robin. He's the luckiest kid ever. And the guy's like, you know, I can, I, I bet you'd like to be, how would you like to help me out? Um, what does he say? He goes, oh, you're an orphan. Do you ever do any athletics? Well, let me it was, a little, it was getting a little strange. At this yeah, point. I thought, he's like, You want to come join my youth athletics club? Hmm. He's like, It's called the Second Mile Club. <laughs> uh, so the kid's like, Yeah, I was a track champion. Uh, my mom and dad died, so I had to leave school. Now I'm out here all by myself. And the guy gives him $10 bill, which is, looks just like a piece of paper. It doesn't look like real money. But Bobby Dean's, you yeah, know, he's stupid. He's one excited. He's like, So, see, I'm knuckles congress says i'm like batman i hunt crooks you know we can train together and you can be just like robin and the kids like that i am now the second luckiest kid in gotham so they go to knuckles i guess he has this large barn they're training there um they're doing some flips on some ropes tank tops Uh, and short shorts yes it's good it's a little weird they're they're tight walk Tight rope walking, climbing the exterior of the barn, learning jujitsu, wrestling, hmm. yeah,
2: I fencing. And you know when we, we say climbing the side of a barn, they're not using ropes; they're just literally climbing the yes, side of a barn. Yes.
0: And, I, and when, while they're climbing the barn, Bobby says, "I never thought I'd do all these things." Well, yeah, <laughs> who ever thought they'd climb a barn, Bobby? <laughs> not the sharpest knife in the no, we, no, we. He see really later. isn't. They they bring that up too in the story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, Knuckles Congress, of course, he's using Bobby for, for. He's telling Bobby that they're gonna, you know, fight crime, but really they're just committing crimes. He's like, "We're we're pulling our first job. I mean, uh, striking our first blow at crime tonight." He's got. He's, we got a. I've got a line on a crooked jeweler. So, Knuckles Congress tells Bobby they're gonna break into this jewelry store, steal these jewels which are fake. You know, bust up this ring. So they break in. They're climbing the exterior of the building. What Bobby cares about though is his costume. Do I get a costume like Robin? Yeah, he got no, 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 no. He's like plain clothes, and Bobby's like, oh, well, whatever you say. I would have liked to see Knuckles and Bobby dress in. Yeah, in I would have liked
2: to see like Knuckles, like his outfit had like a pair of Knuckles on it or something, <laughs> and Bobby. And Hit a a B or something.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. So they break in, knock out the guard, which who Knuckles tells Bobby is a criminal. They steal the jewels. The police show up. Bobby's like, oh, that's good. The police are here. We'll just explain. He goes, no, 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 we got to get away. They don't – we're still new to this racket, you know? They, they, they won't believe us. So they get in their collapsible gliders and glide off. <laughs> the next day, Bobby's reading the paper. It says thieves get gems, dodge police, uh – He's like, don't worry about it. They don't. The cops don't even know that the jeweler was crooked. It was us. Yeah, it, I mean, we're fighting crime here. Bobby's like, okay, whatever. Later, we see more crimes are coming in. They're blowing stuff up. <laughs> I love Bobby he says while well, they blow up the front of the store. Bobby's like, oh, I never heard of Batman destroying property. Well, he hasn't watched the show very often because that no. happens all the time. Uh, every episode, probably. He needs to listen to our podcast. He probably should I like to
2: think that Bobby Dean is Harry Comer As an adult
0: (laughs) We see I love the next panel Um, Bobby's still asking He's like you know you Are you sure we're really doing the right thing Uh, But he's asking this Asking uh, Knuckles this as they're sliding down a. they're ziplining Yeah ziplining They talk a lot while ziplining well they
2: do talk a lot while they're on the job. Just talking about their feelings and life. Yes, yes. I mean he's like a homeless kid, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have his parents. You know, we need someone like Knuckles to look up to.
0: Um, the next panel we see them pulling another job. Knuckles is using a gun. Bobby says, you know, Batman and Robin never use guns. The the very wait, cover wait. of this issue, Batman shooting a gun. And Robin's <laughs> loading the bullets in. Come on, Bobby. But who's Knuckles shooting? He's shooting a door, it appears. So Bobby, he th- he's confused. He thinks, "What's going on? I mean, are, are are we really on the right side of the law here? What's happening?" Uh, later, in the in Wayne Manor, we see uh, Bruce and Dick. Dick's reading the newspaper. He's like, "You know, I'd like to meet this Bobby kid. You know, what's the, What are they? Are they up to this Bobby and Knuckles? We got to bring them down." So they race off in the. I thought like uh, the police and like all the newspapers know that this kid's name's Bobby, I know. Knuckles and Bobby. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. How do they know that? I'm not sure. I think Knuckles released a press release. I think that Knuckles is very happy that he's now in this fake crime fight. He's like in the he's like yeah. in the limelight, you know, people yeah, want to know about him.
2: You know, like the, the bad kids are like, oh, I'm going to be Bobby when I grow up. He's the luckiest kid in Gotham.
0: <laughs> so somehow Batman and Robin know where Bobby and Knuckles are going to be. They race off in the classic Batmobile with the like kind of the Batman face on the front. I I like this Batmobile. It's pretty cool. So we see. Bob- I like I like the next panel
2: where they cl- where Bobby yes. and uh, <laughs> Knuckles are climbing up the side of what appears to be a very very large building. Yes, they they a make skyscraper, a
0: skyscraper basically. Bobby's like I I'm glad I don't have to climb that over again. So Knuckles is like I, let's steal this money. Bobby's like Are you sure these are counterfeit? How do you know? And while they're zip lining down, he's like Don't don't even worry about it. Bobby's like are you sure you're not messing with me? Are you lying? Are you a criminal basically? And knuckles goes off on him. He starts choking Bobby. He's going to kill Bobby. He's, uh, he's, just... and he's like, I'm going to train another kid. <laughs> Maybe it's time
2: to get rid of you and find another kid
0: that won't be hounding me all the time. Jeez,
2: Bobby, shut up. Gosh. <laughs> and he's letting Bobby drive.
0: I know. Yeah. Just then Batman and Robin race. Off. He's like Bobby, get behind the wheel. Let's go. Bobby's like, What? It's Batman and Robin? Why are we running away? Uh, knuckles says it's a really a fake batman and robin um batman's on the west coast that's what that's what he says to bobby (laughs)
2: and it's just gangsters pretending to be batman and robin and one of them is a dwarf i like to think that the one that's being
0: batman is the dwarf (laughs) that's what he said yeah just don't worry they're fake they're not real so they knuckles and bobby get get away they're using these kind of like extendable rods to hook onto a street light get away the Batman or Batman and Robin race under they can't stop because the Batmobile is going 90 miles an hour. That's a high-speed chase down these city streets. Later, uh Batman and Robin go back to where Bobby and Knuckles were before the building they were robbing. They're trying to see if they came back. They were hiding out. Bobby jumps, tackles Robin. He says, I got you, you imitation hero. Batman's confused. A noose comes down, comes around Batman. Bobby looks very excited. Batman gets kicked in the face by Knuckles and knocking him out. Oh, pistol whipped also. That looks like it hurt. And he shoots Gosh. Robin. Yeah, did he actually hit Robin? It looks like he did. Yeah, that or Robin's pretending that he got hit. I'm not sure what happened. So Robin, He's overdramatic anyway. Yeah, that's true. Robin shot. Uh, Bobby realizes he's on the wrong side of the law. Robin is, it's the real Robin. It's the real Batman. Uh... But Knuckles says, "All right, we gotta we gotta kill Batman and Robin here." I like how Knuckles doesn't mess around. Most criminals kind of set Batman and Robin up in this elaborate trap. Knuckles is like, Let, "We will kill them." Bobby tries. He says, "If you stop me, you're gonna you know they you're involved in these crimes too. You're going to jail." The big
2: house. Just
0: yeah. as just as Knuckles is about to shoot Batman, Bobby tackles him face first into the groin. Judo <laughs> whips him around into a pole. Uh. But Knuckles recovers, pistol whips Bobby, but as all this is happening, Robin, who's, who's wounded, so I guess he was shot, climbs up, revives Batman. Batman gets up, kicks Knuckles in the face, knocking the gun out of his hand before he could shoot Bobby. Uh, Knuckles kicks him back. There's a lot of kicking going on. There is a lot of kicking,
2: yeah.
0: i uh, guy kicks. Yeah, it was a nice kick. Uh, he jumps up on the building starts to climb it. He's like, what's wrong, Batman? You can't climb. Knuckles but- is quite the leaper. He jumps probably two
2: stories up, 20 feet. You know, if this was today, he'd be in the NBA, and he wouldn't be tricking kids oh, and causing yeah. crimes
0: with him. He might be doing both. I don't know. It's true. He'd be like the Bo Jackson of the criminal <laughs> basketball world. So Batman is it chases after Knuckles. They get to the this ledge. They're fighting. Oh, it's it's very intense knuckles lunges at batman misses and falls off batman grabs him by the pants they put him away later we see commissioner gordon's office we see bobby bobby's like you know i guess i'm gonna go to reform school go to juvie now (laughs) and then gordon's like no you saved them and batman's like how would you like to go back to a first class school bobby's very excited later we see bruce and Dick driving a golden convertible up to this fancy-looking school. That is just, like, it's, excess. It is. I mean, there are kids. There are orphans in Gotham starving, and, and Bruce and Dick are uh, driving a golden convertible. And I can only assume that Bruce is wearing a golden hat. Yeah.
2: That's so. And that's, like, solid gold. That's not, like, gold-plated. No, it is it's, solid it is a sol-
0: All the components of that, even the wheels yeah. are gold.
2: That, that car weighs, like, 12 tons. I mean, it is... <laughs> it's just like solid I don't know how much cold weighs but a lot
0: I know that we see I, I we see Bobby in his school uniform which looks like this weird military uniform at first I thought he was when I kind of was flipping through this issue I thought that they got I honestly thought they got Bobby a job as a doorman at F.E.O. Schwartz in New York City because <laughs> he's got this weird like marching band style hat on and he's saying he's doing alright it's you know he's won medals what kind of school is this yeah it's very weird I'm not sure what's going I on here. He won some
2: medals. Dick's like, I wish I was Bobby.
0: Dick hates being Batman's crony, so.
2: But I mean, he does get to drive in a gold convertible.
0: So uh, yeah, that that's a plus, I guess. So <laughs>
2: overall, and he, t- doesn't, and he doesn't have to dress like a dormant. <laughs> <That's what we're-> <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: they, Bobby is very excited to wear this ridiculous uniform. I don't know. Overall, a decent issue. It did end on a happy note. It did, yeah. Jingle bells, jingle bells,
1: jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on the one horse open sleigh. Jingle. Bells,
0: all right, the next story. Bells, I think this is one of the most interesting Batman stories I've ever read. It's. In some ways. <laughs> the most, it's the most bizarre. Yes.
2: And that even takes into account, because, you know, like. A lot of people are like, "Oh, the Grant Morrison run on Batman was so strange, right?" Yeah, you, know, you know, I had to have like notes to know what was going on. No, this is like a million times more bizarre than that.
0: Yes, I was. I had to have notes to know what was going on in this. The, the all you need to see. I mean, okay, the cover or the splash page here, and this this story is titled "The Two Futures." The splash page we see Batman and Robin standing on this. Kind of this mountain, and in the background you see this. And they're very excited. the yeah, arms so are stretched out. You see this beautiful golden city beneath Batman and Robin. Gotham City dump. It's full of Nazi war equipment, like a tank, planes, a planes, a submarine. I and mean, there's a couple of Japanese ones too, because I see the wing of one oh, of the yes. planes, and yes, it has like that's the. Right. So some Axis war. <laughs> Uh, Not only is it it funny that that's what's
2: down there, but I like the fact that their city dump is literally at the—so Gotham is on a hill. Yes. And and their dump's at the bottom of the hill, so it's like they just, like, push their trash off this hill. (laughs) It's like every week, like, everyone gets together and they just go, okay, let's put our trash right here at the edge of the city and then we'll just push.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so why— why are there swastikas in this issue? We will find out. We yes. see.
2: We open. Unless, and... unless Batman took over,
0: um, took over Berlin. That's right. We we open in a university, Gotham University. Uh, Batman and Robin are there, kind of running around. Batman's like, "We got to go talk to this professor." They, they never really explain why they're talking to this history professor, but uh, they are. They show up.
2: It shows that the writers of Batman didn't know what a history professor does.
0: Yes, I think there's several points in here where the writers don't. it's
2: obviously never gone to uh, like a higher education, like a place of higher learning.
0: Yes, because Batman and Robin show up in the this professor's office. Um, they want to know that something's worrying them, um, and the professor is his office. By the way. It looks like Oxford. He's got these huge books, a globe, this fancy chair. That's not – I've never seen a professor's office that looks like that. So. He's currently
2: writing a book on modern history and Batman and Robin Art in it.
0: Yes, I love that. Uh, he's like, do you want to know – the professor says, I guess you guys are here to know what will happen to our democratic way of life. Because, you know, this is a time – I guess a lot of people are uncertain – about what was going to happen in the future, World War II was still in full swing, right? So it's very interesting that the um, creators of a comic book for children thought it necessary to really... I mean, it's kind of a scary issue if you're a kid, right? It that is. So but we'll get to that. So,
2: But I, I just have questions on why Batman would come to a history professor
0: to get predictions on the future. I know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But the the professor introduces Batman to some a couple other professors Pro and Khan and they're going to go into what what will happen in the future once Pro, the war is and, over. And
2: and Professor Pro is a, a short happy fat guy. And yes. Professor Khan is a tall very stern-looking man.
0: You know he's Professor Khan because he has his arms crossed.
2: Yes, and he says nothing good ever came. Nothing good ever came without labor and sacrifice.
0: But what I love is these two professors are wearing like graduation robes with the hats. Why are they even there? They don't even do anything. No, no it's, it's
2: it's the other professor that tells the story. I
0: thought maybe there would be some. Yeah, I did. I'm not sure. So he's. Yeah, I thought since
2: it was the two futures, like Professor Pro would give the yes, good. That's what. And I then thought. Khan would give like, oh yeah, and, you know you know or you know or is going to come over here and do this and you know
0: whatever yeah so they begin to tell the story of what life will be like after the war we see nazi planes bombing what appears to be gotham city um and the professor says eventually there will be peace but that the peace will be the nazis were going to take over america this and this is if I was a kid, I would I actually be very scared. It's oh jeez. And the next panels, like the next three, after well, they showed
2: them marching in Gotham, yes. And then like the next three panels are just like snapshots of stuff that are going on, and it's American citizens being gunned down in like a firing firing line lineup. A man being hung, literally. I mean, it's there's a Japanese and a German officer talking to each other, and in the background you just see a silhouette of a man being yes. hung. And then a man with no shirt on being beat by a billy club
0: behind a uh, barbed wire. Yeah, the concentration camps. You've got firing squads. It's not a great... I mean, if I was a kid, I would be terrified. This, and why
2: is the guy without a shirt?
0: I don't know. They stole a shirt, I guess. I don't know. His pants are clean. That's true. I don't know. Maybe He's they still got, wearing socks. They were too lazy to wear to draw a shirt. So we see this woman in the concentration uh, and we see in the next panel a woman in this concentration camp in Gotham uh, with her baby. We see she's behind the barbed wire. Her other son comes up and brings her food. Just then a Nazi officer catches this child. This isn't going to be a very funny issue to do. <laughs> it's he very bizarre. He grabs the kid by the hair. He grabs the kid by the hair. He steals the food. The kid kicks him, but the officer punches the kid in the face. We see Batman and Robin are swinging around Gotham. They're like, what do we do? Uh, they come upon the concentration camp, jump the guards. Uh, one of the guards says, Der Men from Mars are attacking. And Batman says, I'll show you Mars in a second, and all the other planets. Missed opportunity for a Uranus pun. So. <laughs> I like the fact that Hitler thought Batman and Robin were from Mars. Yes, that, that's the Nazi intelligence on Batman and Robin is that they're Mar- from Mars. They're Martians. So Batman and Robin beat up these goons. Robin's knocking them over the head with their own gun. Again, Robin using a gun. He's not firing it, but he's using it, so. Yeah, the butt of a gun. We see little Bobby Logan, the kid whose uh, mother is in the concentration camp, shooting the guards with the slingshot. See, I'd like to think that Bobby Logan and Bobby Dean are the same kid. Yes, I was thinking that. It must be the same child. They, I mean, although... You know, it's kind of a generic 1940s young kid name, though, I guess. I know, but still. Yes. So we see Batman is pistol whipped. He's knocked out. Uh, Robin, they grab Robin. They throw him into the cell. Batman and Robin are going to be murdered. Robin are going to be executed. And Robin's like, why don't they kill us right away? Again, very disturbing story for a child. Batman's like. Yeah, they're going to make a spectacle of our execution. They're going to put it on pay-per-view, yes, charge a lot of money. It's going to be you know. It's going to be like the Super Bowl. Just then we see little Bobby Logan creeping in. He sees Batman and Robin in the cell. Um, he fires some slingshot rocks at a guard to knock him out. Batman and Robin don't know what to do, but they, they, they know that Bobby's trying to help them. So they shimmy over to the guard's bayonet. They cut themselves out I like how Batman's like if I I can only reach that bayonet and Robin's like oh I get it we're gonna cut ourselves loose well yeah Robin (laughs) gosh not the quickest no he's not not quick. quick so they cut themselves loose but they're still trapped in this cell. what do they do somehow they're able to cut the the bars of the cell with the special metal of, of the rifle barrel. It's know. special na- Nazi metal. Yes, mm-hmm. it's very advanced Nazi metal. Is able to cut the Gotham City bars. They escape. Batman says, Bobby Lo- Logan, he's a hero. And he's like, well, why don't you help my mom escape this concentration camp? He put Batman on the spot. And I Batman's mean. like, I thought he was going to be like, sorry, kid, we got to get out of here. But no, he's like, all right, meet us by that truck over there with your mom. He chokes out some German and he says, surprise, Heine. Yeah. <laughs> A different time here. He's, yeah, he chokes out this German guard by the truck. And he's smiling when he's doing it. Oh, That's he's, he's happy. He's happy.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. He chokes out the guards. Robin knocks out the other guards. Um, and Bobby comes with his family. They all jump in the car. Batman says, let's go, Americans. Last bus for freedom, now leaving. And they're going to take as many as they can. They bust out of the concentration camp in in the truck. We see people running all around. A guy gets shot and goes laying on the shot ground. Morning anyway, he goes, "Yeah, they were they're going to shoot me in, in the morning anyway." Good luck, guys. <laughs> kind of a lighthearted moment here in the concentration camp. Batman and Robin are mowing down guys in the in their truck. Just but the Germans are oh well it's the Japanese yeah it's the Japanese chasing after them, shooting them down. Uh, Batman's like, take the wheel. He jumps out. With a gun, by the way. (laughs) With a gun, yeah. He's like, I'm going to show them what's up. Okay. And a different time, but I feel like I have to read this because it's so ridiculous. Batman throws the bayonet at the Japanese tire and he says, I quote, these yellow devils are going to have a blowout. And the, the, somehow, throwing the bayonet in the tire causes the <laughs> car to explode. Car to explode. Um, Batman and Robin, they're trying to stop these guys letting, those, letting the concentration camp people get away. Um, but they get shot. They're mowed down. They're captured. Um, and they're in a firing line. And one of the Nazi soldiers says, right before Batman and Robin are executed... You think you could save democracy, Batman says. Democracy doesn't need saving. You can kill us, but you'll never be able to kill it while an American lives. And Robin says, tell Adolf that for us. Burn. That was a burn. So even, that's the...
2: even in the face of death, you know.
0: Yes. still be. Yes. That's the end of the first of the two worlds. That's the we... first future. We I cup...
2: like how they predicted. I like how these professors predict. I mean, these professors got around. They're like... do you think's going to happen and this is like well this is what this this will probably is what's going to happen if you know the germans win it's going to come down to the germans and the united states versus batman and robin (laughs) (laughs) that's basically what they said that's batman and robin are going to play big hand in this you know
0: so we cut back to the the university batman's there he's he's talking to the professors he's like this can't actually happen right this and, the, you know, they're like, well, it's already happened in Poland, Holland, France, Shanghai, Singapore. But they're like, well, it, it doesn't have to happen here if if every man, woman, and child all pitches in together. They show a different future where the Americans have all the best equipment. They're able to buy all the best things. We see them the best, you know, they're all together. We see Batman and Revan flying the Batmo or the Batplane. Uh, they see some spies out in the woods radioing back to the Axis fleet at sea. They go down. We see inside the spies radio cabin, um, a stereotypical Japanese, uh, very offensive. Uh, and we see a German wearing, of course, the Nazi logo, Nazi logo the swastika. Uh, they're radioing, telling the position of the American and I like troops.
2: And in, in an Italian, because like, a, the fat bald man is supposed to be an Italian. But he has the same kind of accent. that Was he?
0: I thought. Oh, I thought he was okay. I, um, so they, just, even meant, they even they even
2: mention Italians. Somewhere yes, because you know that was the other accent. Yeah. Italians. I mean,
0: we see Batman and Robin bust in through the uh, skylight. This is a pretty nice secret cabin with a skylight.
2: It was. I mean, it doesn't look like much when you look at it from the outside, but you don't really notice the uh, yes, skylight.
0: It's nice. He Batman busts in.
2: <laughs> Do you notice that the two Europeans are in suits, and for some reason, the Japanese man is in a jumpsuit? Yeah, like a, it's, it's like, a, a... like a purple like kit like a a mechanics outfit.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. Batman and Robin bust these guys. Up, punch them in the face. The Japanese guy's like, "Oh, I just remembered an important meeting." <laughs> uh... That was pretty funny. See you guys, and but Batman grabs him, throws him against the equipment. I
2: like how he grabs him, and the Japanese guy, so sorry, not understand English. Yeah, and Batman simply says, "Remember Pearl Harbor."
0: Yeah, I understand English now. That's what he means. Uh, The next, Batman sees that uh, he sees their plans. The combined fleet is advancing on Gotham City. He call. He says, "This calls for fast work." I love. In the background, we just see the Japanese guy laying there with his glasses knocked off, very sad looking. (laughs) That means you have broken him, like like stepped on him or snapped Ooh, I him. I bet he did when he left. So Batman climbs back up. He tells Robin, "Look, we gotta get these. Uh, we gotta stop these these planes advancing on Gotham." So they they race off in the Batplane. Um, Robin's they they come upon some Japanese planes. Robin says, "This is a trick I learned in South America." That I have no idea of when really or good. why he was in South America. Yeah, I don't either.
2: Maybe they're hunting Nazis. Well, that wouldn't happen until later. Hunting Nazis in South America. Yeah, no. So that that would be like a cool, like Batman. Like, that would be a cool, yeah, mini series where for some reason he goes to South America, like Brazil, <laughs> to hunt Nazis. They so, basically did that with Magneto and the X Men. Yeah,
0: movie. I was going to say it's somewhat similar to that. And so, that was pretty cool. And that was pretty cool in that. That was like the only part of the movie I really liked. Yeah. So Robin throws this this rope at the Japanese planes causing them to crash into each other and into the destroyer uh Batman says I hope they have a long swim to back where they came from and warned by Batman's radio the American guns planes all show up and stop the attack on Gotham later we see the Axis surrenders we see an old man and a <laughs> woman like, Okay we see okay we see a young boy yes and he's a, he's a
2: newspaper boy and he's got the The newspaper says Access Surrenders, Dictators Jailed. They just went to jail.
0: Yep. He says, you know, extra, extra, everything is hunky-dory now. Yeah, but it's all cool. Don't worry about it. (laughs) eh, You know, whatever. We see an old man and a woman listening to the radio. And these old people are, like, ancient. Yes. Uh, They say, and the radio says, all of our war industries will turn toward building a better world. And he's like, we don't have to be afraid anymore, Martha. (laughs) And Jesus, Jesus,
2: our children never have to be afraid.
0: Not quite true, yeah. And then we see these two kids going to school, this nice-looking school, built with all the money that used to go toward the war. Uh, they're talking and to each other. He goes, what's you,
2: your... Because in the war, too.
0: Yeah, and he goes, yeah, but I won't have to ever be in a war. That kid was drafted in Viet- Vietnam.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say Korea What happened when, like, <laughs> five years later... Right so. away,
0: basically. So cut back to the university. Batman's talking to the professor. He's like, "That's the future that I want." And so they leave <laughs> later at the. They're buying some war bonds. It looks like Batman, who is a millionaire by the way, is given like five bucks. He's like, "He's Let like, me. I'll take all of them." <laughs> yeah, and Robin's yeah. like, "I'm going to the limit." Uh, they're recycling, and it ends with a very uh, some propaganda. Batman and Robin pointing to the reader. And it says, "It's your battle. It's your future. Your America. Keep faith with our country. Work and save for Uncle Sam, and it will be your victory." And interesting. I mean, really scary for a kid to read. I think. Um, yeah, it was.
2: It was very, very unusual story. The, the the two futures of Gotham.
0: Um, different time, of course. It was a very yeah. racist. We didn't touch on a lot of. It's a. Interesting story to put right before the Batman Christmas special. The
2: the, the Christmas story? The Christmas story is pretty weird, too.
0: Yes, are you ready for the Christmas story?
1: Yeah. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow. And and the Christmas story
2: is a great splash page.
0: Yes, we see Batman... And Robin riding in the bat plane, which is rigged up like a uh, like a sleigh it's got some some sleighs on it, a the star, some bells. We see Santa Claus, who does not appear as far as I know in this. Yeah, but he's just like
2: watching over the city as there's gangsters firing machine guns, yes,
0: everyone's shooting at Batman and Robin, so
2: but if you notice that in one corner there's like four people, and they've got their hats off like saluting Batman and Robin in the next corner, it's just these people firing machine guns. Yes. And then Santa Claus just watching over
0: everybody. A little weird. So, we open downtown Gotham. Bruce and Dick are out shopping, they're having a great time. All kinds of presents. They love. They're rich. They love it. Oh, they love living it up. Living it yeah. up. Buying toys. I mean, look at all,
2: yeah, look at all these gifts. I mean, Dick can't even hold all of them. No, he's, he's dropping, dropping them. He's like, them. them. He's like, yeah.
0: oh, it's happening all the time. They're laughing. They see an orphan boy. Uh, he he, Batman and or. Bruce and Dick go up to him, hand him some presents. Bruce gives him some cash. He's, he's, I mean, it looks like he gave him a dollar. Big deal. Uh, And
2: he says, buy Christmas dinner with it. And they walk away and they're very, it's not even like, oh, you know, we really helped that kid. They're like, man, that felt good. You know, they're doing it for themselves. Oh, absolutely. Back in
0: Wayne Manor, they're walking. If they really
2: care, if they really care, they would to have done the Batman and Robin Garp tonight. They would have gone to a soup kitchen or something.
0: Oh, I know. That's what I thought was going to happen. But back in... In a uh, way, manner, they're sitting by their fire, this luxurious tree, tons of presents. Yeah, hundreds of presents. Uh, Bruce comments how they have so many friends to send their presents. It's Christmas Eve, by the way, I should point that out. And Dick's like, you know, I've got an idea. Let's bring some, some with this Christmas cheer to the loneliest men in the world. And I thought they're going to show up, Steve and Andy, is what was going to happen. <laughs> And weird. I like it, I like we're the loneliest men in the world. I don't know. Bruce says, I was hoping you'd suggest that. That's kind of weird. Um, but we shouldn't do this as Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne. This is a job for Batman and Robin. They throw on their...
2: Their dogs.
0: Yeah, that's right. They, th- they throw on the costumes. Rig up the uh, Batmobile with all kinds of presents. They put a tree in it. I don't know. Or not the Batmobile. I'm sorry. The Batplane. Um, stars, some bells. It's looking good. They're excited. They get in. They fly off. Robin's like, uh, "So who are the loneliest men in the world? What do we do?" And and I like how there's been no plan. There's no plan to this. Yeah, let's,
2: let's go help about the loneliest men in the world. And they're already, yeah, they're like, "So who are the loneliest men in the world?" Really, look at their house. They
0: are. I think they are. That's what the irony of this is. So
2: and they live in this huge giant house by themselves. It's just it's the very tool, sad. Right? I know. They're flying just... off. They're going oh, these... toward. What's that? Say this huge tree, all these presents, and it's just them. They're like, "Oh, we have all these friends that send us." But where are their friends
0: then? That's right. It's kind of sad. Um, Batman, the Batman and Robin are flying off towards police headquarters, and I think at this point, I really hope that Commissioner Gordon's one of the loneliest men. But he's not. They're just stopping in to say hi. Uh, Commissioner, like Commissioner Gordon has a giant portrait of himself over his yes, desk. He's uh. He's he's well, first of all, he's talking to a criminal Dirk Dagner. He's letting him out. They got nothing on him, so the criminal sees Batman and Robin come in, and as you pointed out, giant photo it's not even like a small- th- a giant photo of Commissioner Gordon above his desk and it's
2: not even like a good
0: photo, I mean he's like smirking in it, and I love how he's wearing the same exact thing as he is in his photo <laughs> it it we say it's Commissioner Gordon, it could be Colonel Sanders. We don't know for sure. That's true. I don't, I mean, what were they thinking when they drew this? Like, all right, we got to put something on this wall. Just, I don't know, draw Commissioner Gordon. There's a weird shadow behind him. (laughs) Oh, boy. So Batman and Robin come in. Uh, (laughs) They come in through the window, mind you. Uh, Commissioner Gordon says, oh, I was just letting this guy go. And Batman's like, oh, we're just going to spread some holiday cheer. We thought we'd stop in and say hi. Um, of course, Dirk Dagner hates holiday cheer. He leaves. He goes, I'm going to give him something to, uh, cheer about. He, Batman and Robin, by the way, they reveal that they're the, who they think the three loneliest men in the world are. Let's see the doorman at the swanky crane club, link Chesney, the radio humorist and the gloomiest man in Gotham city. So he's basically
2: Lewis black. Basically. Yes.
0: Yes. And, uh, the lighthouse keeper at Pirate Reef. And Dirk Dagner overhears all this, and he's, ugh, he's 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 formulating a plan back at what they say is an underworld rendezvous. And, okay, this underworld rendezvous, you got some guys smoking cigarettes, polishing their guns, their actual guns. I
2: actually thought these guys were going to be the loneliest guys in the world. <laughs> you know, at the they? end, like, no, Batman doing. was going to like, do something
0: for them for Christmas. He didn't, know? but they turned out to be. So... <laughs> So he's uh, Dirk Dagner says, I've got a plan. we got to ruin Batman's Christmas. We want to make Batman look like the biggest sap in town. Meanwhile, at the exclusive Crane Club, we see the doorman letting some rich people in. He's thinking to himself, nobody ever cares about me, old bin bots. I'm always here. I never get to go inside. No, I'm underappreciated. It's freezing he's, out he's, here. He's, he's part of the 99%. Yes, that's right. Uh, Batman and Robin all of a sudden jump in. With some presents, they say, uh, Merry Christmas, have some presents, come on in, you're going to be our honored guest in this club. Inside the club, we see some balloons with musical notes on them, a guy playing a saxophone. People are... This is a swanky club. you know. And they're in, they shirt. all
2: have weird hats on.
0: Oh, that's how they celebrate in Gotham. They're about to eat some sherbet. They're about, they're about to change, change their clothes.
1: clothes?
0: Yeah. Batman comes in and announces... Uh, most of us go through life paying too little attention to people around us, but today we're gonna honor the most neglected employee, Ben Botts. The v- I like how he says veteran doorman. Hmm. I, well, I mean, he's you mean. know he is the veteran doorman. <laughs> I mean, when someone
2: wants to like they're like oh we we want a good doorman, they go him. You know, ben, he really knows how to open a door. Let's ben, just
0: say it, ben Ben Bots is very uncomfortable. He's like oh I gotta I, I should be outside. People might get in. What people might not. And they're like just shut up. Just come on in. Uh the owner of the club, he's like, Ben Bots, I've got something to say to you. I thought he was gonna fire him, but instead he's he apologizes for not appreciating him. He's giving him his a raise. Oh, uh, Ben Botts is loving it. Some ladies are scooting up to him. him. Yeah, no, oh it's... my oh
2: he's And he he's old enough to be their
0: grandfather. Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. We have an a
0: cappella group singing in the background. Oh, he's loving it. But just then outside we see Dirk Dagner and his gang I love how they say the doorman's not here. We'd never been been able to get past while he'd been on the job. Well, Ben's so,
2: such a veteran, you know? He can spot guy, like criminals.
0: But they have away. guns.
2: He knows how to get rid of them. All right. A, I i I'll just buy that, yeah. <laughs> he's a veteran. He's been doing this for years.
0: So they bust in. They say, you know, it's a holdup. One woman yells, my pearls. She's very concerned. There's, I know. They
2: never say anything about pearls. She just screams it.
0: Um... So they stick a gun right in Ben Bot's face, start stealing his presents. Um, Robin tricks them with this, like, folding chair, hits a couple of the goons in the face. Batman grabs them. They're throwing them around. Um, but the, just then Batman's surprised. Stamped one of them in the stomach with something. Oh, yeah. With a pole of some kind. Um, but Batman's surprised by one of the goons with a gun. But just then we see Ben Bot's throw a turkey knocking the goons hat off knocking him down the goons get away and batman's like robin's like let's go catch him he's like no we have some christmas cheer to spread just then the owner of the club says uh it was a stroke of genius throwing that chicken your salary is doubled i guess it was a chicken not a turkey i thought it was turkey doubling his salary so just for the chicken just for the chicken throw ben boss can you imagine if he threw like like a
2: ham or something
0: I'm tripling it. Oh my gosh! If if it was a turkey, not a chicken, quadruple. Okay. Don't know. Ben has said, "No one's ever ever had a better Christmas than me." Batman's got like this weird embrace, like touching both of his shoulders, saying, "You saved my life." Weird. Um, the, back in the bat plane, they race <laughs> off.
2: That just so too
0: funny. Batman with both, like holding holding him. You saved my life. I know. We'll put that panel up. It's very strange. Um. Let's see. So we see Dirk. He's racing off. He's going. He knows Batman's plan. He overheard. He's like, we're going to go to Link Chesney, the radio humorist's, humorist's place, and ruin Batman's plan. We see Link Chesney. He's sitting by himself in this huge mansion. I guess he's a radio guy. I'm not totally sure what his name He's is. like a radio humorist. <laughs> so uh, he's all by himself. The doorbell rings. It's Batman and Robin at the door. He's like, thanks for trying. It's no use. Uh. People are cold and they've chilled me permanently. I thought he was going to become Mr. Freeze all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, but Batman's like, come on in. We'll we'll cheer you up. Uh, why don't you tell some jokes? He reveals, you know, he's just got this gag file. It's these filing cabinets full of hundreds of thousands of jokes. And that, this... that was like... That was like kind of like
2: peeking behind the curtain to see the wizard of Oz, you know, it kind of like, can you imagine what it was like for Dick and Bruce to see that? They literally thought he was that funny. Yeah,
0: I know. But no, he, and he's saying, he he, doesn't write his material. He buys these jokes. They're worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, he says, there's nothing warm or human behind it. Just then Dirk Dagner's goons bust in, uh, with their guns. They pistol whip Batman, uh, and Robin, uh, the link, the the humorist is he's caught off guard. He doesn't know what to do. There's they tie Batman and Robin up and they kind of rig this thing up where Link is on his tiptoes on this um, little how, do, how would you go? a little put, stool. Put, put stool yeah and bat he's basically if he ever moves off his tiptoes it's tied up in such a way that Batman and Robin will be hung. They, they're but they're gonna kill Batman and Robin and they steal. I like how the goons steal. His jokes—it's
2: finally like kind of full of jokes. Yeah.
0: What
2: are they going to do with it?
0: Are they going to become comedians? I think that's what they want to do. So I don't know. We're going to be
2: the new Three Stooges.
0: Later on Pirate Reef, we see Tom Wick, the lighthouse keeper, very lonely person, smoking a pipe. Yeah. He he's like, I'm going to be all here, all by myself. Um, but he he sees people heading his way, and it's well, he thinks there are people just to come who have come to hang out with him, which would be kind of weird but it's really Dirk Dagner oh they're like it's a it's a bad night oh, can we come in he's like yeah come on in let's hang out he goes and shows him the light up in the top of the lighthouse he goes oh well if this light goes out then all kinds you know all these ships will wreck with all this valuable valuable war materials I don't know I guess I don't know guns and stuff All oh, that recycled recycled metal that they dropped off <laughs> so he's uh um, so of course Dirk flips off the light, knocks out the lighthouse keeper, and how many people just... do you think have been pistol whipped in this entire issue? Oh, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds.
2: Hundreds of people have been pistol whipped. Off... I think ba- I think Batman's been pistol whipped in every story.
0: <laughs> yeah, if we we'll put all the panels where Batman specifically has been pistol whipped or Robin, and it's that's a lot of panels. Um, so we see their plan is to just wait for a boat to crash. Gets a long. Maybe a long plan. Back in Are there a lot of boot deliveries on Christmas Eve? Oh yes, oh yes. It's a big time for boot deliveries. Back in uh the radio humorous uh his uh mansion, he's he's like, I can't hold out much longer. Batman's like, I got an idea. He lifts him up by the stool with his quote steel muscles.
2: I don't know why he waited this long to do it. <laughs> I
0: know. He uh He flips him up. The guy, uh, Link, stands on Batman's shoulders. Batman kicks the stool to knock out a light. Robin says, what's the big idea? Batman grabs a piece, a shard of glass from the light, cuts himself loose. Uh, I like how uh, the next panel, Link, says, I still can't feel cheerful. My jokes are gone. The crooks are probably up to more devilry. Uh, None of my radio listeners have bothered to call me. Batman says, wait a minute. There's a phone. Answer the phone. It's ringing. Somehow Batman rigged up all these people to call him simultaneously and say Merry Christmas. It says, for the first time in years, Link Chesney's face is rather
2: rathered in a real smile as hundreds of gay voices call out to him at once. Yes. They
0: look like they look very gay. And he's smiling, crying. I can't believe it. Batman's like, we're going to go get your jokes back. He, I
2: mean, Link really made He really discovered himself tonight. Mm-hmm. He won't be so grouchy
0: anymore. The gloomiest man in Gotham. I thought he would. I, Batman's like, we'll go get your jokes back. Um, keep him laughing. I thought Link was going to say, you know what? I don't need a joke file anymore. But no, that's not what happens. I can write my own jokes. He needs yeah. He needs the joke file. Who are we yeah. kidding? He's a hack. Hold he on. is a complete hack. They race off in the the bat plane. They go to the lighthouse, uh, but a, a boat is about to crash on the shore as they just as they arrive, they knock out the goons. Uh, bat Batman's getting shot at. He's getting shot at a lot in this issue. <laughs> he knocks out one goon uh, into the 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 switch, turning the light back on. The goon appears to it's be electrocuted. Electrocuted, yes. Um. So the and, boat... I think
2: Bat... and I think Batman buries his body, just dumps his body in the water.
0: Yes, you see in the next panel a small figure floating down from the top of the lighthouse into the waves below. The boat that was about to crash turns. Batman and Robin enjoy some some uh, Christmas. What are, they, che- what are they eating though? It looks like a giant piece of butter and an apple <laughs> with the Tom Wicks the lighthouse. He's wearing another one of those weird hats. Maybe those hats were like some weird Christmas thing. And uh, Robin's wearing the hat too. Yeah, Batman not, not wearing a hat. I'm not wearing that
2: thing. And the they, they got him a radio and some books, which are the best presents for a lonely man like him.
0: Yeah, I know that's very sad. Um, the next panel, we see Batman and Robin dropping off Tom and his goons with a big bow for Commissioner Gordon. They're dropping him off at the police station. It's like it's like a Lexus commercial. I know. <laughs>
2: of alexis it's criminals so uh the later I like think that's where lexus got the idea yeah like but there's an alexis executive reading decisions that's it that's
1: it
0: <laughs> we see batman and R- or bruce and dick a uh, christmas day opening up all their presents dick appears to have grown a mullet actually yeah. and he's opening up is a bowling he, ball
2: is that a bowling ball it looks flat to me and maybe I it's don't...
0: just a plate a black plate
2: I was like, is that a record or is it a. Oh, I don't know. At first, I thought it was a bowling ball, but I'm like, but that looks flat. And he's like holding it like no problem at all.
0: We'll post this up. I don't know what it is. We should post this panel up and let the mites decide, is what needs to happen. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) And then uh, Bruce turns to the reader and says, We would like to wish our friends Merry Christmas. And that's the end, the Christmas issue. That's it. That's that was Batman's Christmas
2: story. I would. Oh, I I was hoping
0: Batman would team up with Santa Claus, especially from that splash page. But yeah, yeah, that would have been pretty cool. So, an interesting issue. Some depressing stories, but most of them had kind of a happy ending. Even the, yeah. the concentration camp one, but some depressing stories, some disturbing panels. Oh, lots of disturbing panels. We'll have lots of good stuff to put up on the uh, the Facebook page.
2: Yeah, I mean, it all it all adds up to. Batman Christmas fun, that's right.
0: Golden Age fun from Batman and Robin. So, any any uh, thing to any other comments on the issue? It's it's a lot. It's a lot of story. Oh my! I'm worn out. I gotta go to hibernate. This is going to be one of our longer episodes. So this will be it a, probably will be our longest episode. Yes, it's going to be they, almost they two really, hours long.
2: Really crammed in a lot of a lot of story into that that one issue. Ten oh, yeah. cents. Ten cents. You know.
0: Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, we'll look for our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Steve and Andy. We'll post up some panels from this issue. Invite your friends to join, the person who gets the most friends to join, and we'll figure out an end date to this contest probably yeah. sometime at the end of January. The most, The person who gets the most people to join will get – Justice League Detroit, and probably some other cool stuff from us. Yeah, something else. You never know. Send us email, StephenAndy at gmail dot com. Send us any questions, comments on the show. Just anything you want. Um, yeah, does matter. Put up videos. Yeah, put up articles. Yeah, anything you want us to. If, if you want us to put anything up on their Facebook page, let us know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We're easy. You know, we'll do whatever. Oh, we'll do whatever. Anything? Any other? Anything you want us to review, we'll do it yeah if you want a special episode of something just tell comments us. on the three Stooges or yeah. put those up on our Facebook page. We don't care
2: exactly. do you think it's funny though that uh there's obviously in this golden age Batman there's a, a Christmas story, and probably every guy that worked on it was a Jewish yes, I know since pretty much every golden age comic book writer and artist
0: uh were Jewish yes, so. slightly ironic, but I was hoping <laughs> there I was hoping to do a Hanukkah. Uh, episode, I think they, that's
2: probably what they should have done.
0: I would have liked to have seen it. I would have. So any closing comments? Oh, not much. You know, you already said Facebook. Uh, that's about it, really. Batman really gets you in the Christmas spirit. Oh, I'm I'm going to go deck the halls right now. Yeah, yeah. Batman, <laughs> I,
2: I, when he punched criminals, I'm surprised he never said, I'm, now I'm decking some halls or something.
0: I know, big mistake. Maybe that wasn't a thing. Maybe they didn't really say that too much. That's true. I don't know. I don't
2: really know enough about Christmas, Christmas. lore. Yeah. 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 I guess I have to go to Snopes.com. And yeah. <laughs> look at all the Christmas stuff.
0: Alright, Andy, I will talk to you later. Uh, I'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya. See
1: ya. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year, all our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the yuletide gay. Next year all our troubles will be mine.